You're listening to the New Old Heads podcast, shot live every Tuesday at twitch.tv slash newoldheads and released every Thursday at noon via bringingdowntheband.com. The show is brought to you by Coleman Dental, Printfinity, Indie CD and Vinyl. Support the show directly by becoming a member at patreon.com slash newoldheads. You are now tuned in to the New Old Heads podcast. I am Major Seven. The crew is in the building. My man, Jay Moore. How are you, sir? Doing well. Doing well. Had a... You know, I had to go ahead and break out the real winter coat. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's time. You know, the winter coat you bought in summer. Some of you've been waiting. Yeah, yeah. You, know, you get that joint off a of layaway. You <laughs> finally put on that pelly pelly that you've been waiting to put on. You, you want to be in a music video now, don't you? You need a slow shot, a pan shot, or something. No, no. Coat. I just need to. You know, luckily I had it on deck, ready to go. I got you. You know, stay ready. You ain't got to get ready. Exactly. My man, longevity. How are you, sir? Doing all right. Thanks for asking. How are you doing? Doing good, man. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. Nice hat. Thanks. It's backwards. Yeah, it's different. Yep. I going to go to Terry now. Okay. <laughs> My man DJ J Dib. What's happening, man? Salutations. Ain't good your way? Man, not too good. Better than bad. Uh, how the weather treating you? Well, <laughs> probably about the same way as treating everybody sitting at this table and in this room. Mm. You know, some yep. people like wet weather, colder, colder weather different. Well, you know, well, it's officially fall. Yeah. Uh, making that crossover into the November yeah. month where uh, turkeys and dressing and booty noodles make it to people's table. Leftover conversations pop up. Yeah. You look like somebody that consumes booty noodles. Nah. Noodles of the booty. Yeah. Got some cousins that eat them openly. Yeah. Hmm. But, uh,. Yeah, I'm, I'm not in the closet with their boots. No, they, 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 no, they, they in the street with theirs. Okay, with hot, with hot sauce. <clears throat> I'm cool though. I don't. That's not good. There's nothing good about that. All right. I don't even know what a booty noodle it, is. You don't need to. Ky wise. What? What's another You're going name somewhere else? Yeah, he's definitely uh, going somewhere uh, else. Uh, but no, no, that's what they are. Yeah, Ky wise. What? what? That's what they're called. Ky wise or uh, chit chitterlings. Uh, oh, you talking about like intestines? Yeah, they're not called intestines. <laughs> the lining inside of your body. Stop, man. Where the? It's not. It was called bro. The booty. It's definitely. It's definitely intestines. It's all chitterlings. Yeah, and then you fry them. Have no, you had fried? They don't fry them. You've you had fried. Ch- you can fry yeah, them. You, you won't yeah, fry anything. You want to? Hey, really I mean, get down. you can milk anything with a nipple. Hey, there you go. <laughs> all right, man. Let's jump into. This first topic here, let's talk about good old streaming services like Spotify. Again? Man, Spotify are here making adjustments. So Billboard reports that the giant Swedish streaming service is restructuring its royalty system and that it will demonetize tracks that had previously received 0.5% of Spotify's royalty pool. Uh, Spotify will frame this as a way to combat fraud and to limit payments to ambient noise generators. But it could also have a tremendous effect on the services role with the independent music world. So they basically already don't give you anything and they just about to cut into that mug again. Mm. So two, two of the three things are actually reasonable, I think. Yeah. When I hear that ambient noise situation, ambient yeah. noise, yeah, you got to stop that. And yeah, the, so, the idea of fraud, detecting fraud. Yeah. So the so the three, one, a minimum play time length for non-music noise tracks. Mm-hmm. So like there's a band that came out in 2014 that released an album called Sleep or something. Mm-hmm. And track one was called called Z. Track two is called ZZ. Track three is called ZZZ. And there's just empty noise. Oh. And they had their, you know, so they were collecting money. For their, and their their marketing was like, hey, go stream our album when you're sleeping. So uh. they're cutting out on, back on that. So I, even though I don't even really necessarily even agree with that, 
Uh-huh. I can at least understand it, I guess. The other one was uh, penalizing distributors and uh, labels that fraudulently, you know, pretty much anybody that is engaging in uh, practices to boost numbers when they shouldn't be boosted. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. Those two ideas I'm, I can get, get along board with. But the third one is an absolute... Kind of a, it's kind of a slap in the face. What's the third one? So the third one is, there, like you said, there's a new threshold mm-hmm. so that if a song does not get a certain percentage, they you don't get any of the money that it generates it from. Zero it generates point five. From 0.5. It. A certain yep. percentage. No, 0.5. Okay. 0.5. 0.5%. Yep. So the threshold, according to MBW, will de- demonetize any track that had previously received 0.5% of Spotify's royalty pool. So essentially, if you have a catalog of 400 songs... And let's say 300 of those songs don't generate 0.5% uh, or whatever that is, then that money will go to a big pool that will then get automatically flushed into major artists. So it's cold game right there. That's a cold game. Yeah. Um, Robbing the poor. Not good. People that are creatives that have have to upload something through Spotify or if you have your own streaming service and that's one of the ones that or your own. I misspoke. You know what I mean? Distribution you, company. Thank you. You have one of those, you, you go through these streaming services. As creators, we see what the payout is, how it's already chopped down mm-hmm. 8 million times. So when I read this, I just was like, is this what we really, <laughs> we really going to do this? To your point, I understand about, you know, cracking down on the, the troll albums and, you know. The fraudulent stuff. Yeah, I, I can dig yeah, that, right? I, I can at least get along. So I, I can get on, yeah. I can get on board with that. Yeah, yeah. But come on, man. You're already not giving out. So it's so so it's they, they. I think the way that they're trying to frame this is that this is a good way for them to help the quote unquote real artists, oh. the artists that are realistically musicians and mm. realistically making money in the industry, mm. because they're going to take all those fractions. It's like Office Space, right? So they're mm. taking the fractions of the pennies and all that stuff, and they're just putting it in this big pot, which it already goes into anyways, and they're just giving more of that to the bigger artists. So when the subroutine compounds the interest, right, it uses all these extra decimal places that just get rounded off. So we simplified the whole thing, and we just we round them all down and just drop the remainder into an account that we open. So you're stealing. This is already a thing that happens in general. Right. Like, for example, if super music nerd, but if you're a musician and you're not signed up for Sound Exchange, you probably should be. Because uh, even though you may collect money through your distribution company, if uh, there's another way that uh, royalties get collected through Sound Exchange. And if you're not signed up, everything that gets collected through that pot gets put in a pot and gets thrown to the biggest artists. Yeah, like they, getting they, paid they off take that money. He's, so, he's literally shown me this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This, so this is a real thing. So they're, Spotify is just, they're doing more of the same, but the fact that they're cutting uh cutting uh creatives and out on something that um yeah this is just not a good thing man this because is not the thing a good is thing. if you're going to cut down on the fraud and think people you shouldn't be paying at all for no real reason right then that should be what more money for you to make sure you're paying all the actual artists but instead you, you would think that that would be you're just right. like hmm, the, the, maybe just, that makes too much or, sense you know i don't know is this a thing where they're like okay we're gonna shake some of these suckers out the game i think it's a mixture <laughs> you I, know I, t- stop clogging up our our our, our service with this mediocrity know, with you with this music nobody's ever going to listen to and all these nah, this, like, this was free up our records. servers or something yeah, yeah. exactly we're tired of paying because you know spotify as a company doesn't make any money this is a well this was well thought out though you know they well, here's the, somebody's been they've been working on. This. Here's the crazy thing. The way that it, they're setting it up that, you know, this big pot of money. Mm-hmm. That's how it works now. Mm-hmm. People don't even know that. Like, that's how it works now. And then it's just kind of distributed in different ways. But like the fact that they're cutting lower people out, I think that. So 
it's not like this type of idea isn't done in general. Right. Because think about like um, YouTube, right? Mm -hmm. We couldn't monetize on YouTube until we had a thousand subscribers and 4,000 watch hours. Right. Mm -hmm. So there's a minimum threshold. Once you reach that, you're good. Mm -hmm. The difference with Spotify, you know, and these other potential, uh, you know, platforms doing this as well is that you, it's like they're taking something away that was already given to you. It's like they're going in reverse. I think they're trying the, to appease the the, the big, bigger is. artists it's as well. A, well, it's trying, trying to, to keep well, them, the labels. Yeah, try to keep them the using their platform. Spotify. Yeah, the right. label. It, it's it's all about the labels. Yeah. It's all about the the major artist label system, and uh, they they want more money. So it's like even though you have all these independent artists that are like, hey, you need to pay more. They're like, all right, cool, we'll fix the system. Mm. But they're fixing it for the people that, like Jay said, that are literally in bed with. Like the label system and the streaming distribution companies are like this. Yeah, you know what I mean, like they're they're besties. So and they have to be in order for it to. You know. Yeah. So this is one of those conversations. You know, when we were talking, um, remember when we were talking about uh, Black Star and oh, you yeah. know, and the what, luminary. Yeah. And mm -hmm. They did. They tried the luminary thing, and we were just like, well, no, like, uh, you know, you tried it. Sure, I can respect you for trying it because you're trying to battle back against something, but at the same time, like you have to have a, a reasonable way for people to get your music, and it, it's you know I, I commend them for that, but at the same time, it's like I'm very curious as if this is going. I don't know what the alternatives really are. That's a good question. That's a. I mean, that's a that's a good comment. To I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know either. Because you got well, I mean, in general, as streaming companies do this in general, right? Mm -hmm. um, so. The alternative is something like Bandcamp, which just got bought out by a major corporation. Yeah, so which, it's probably about to change. Right? And, ba you know I mean? and Bandcamp is, I've always, well, we, you know, we've always championed Bandcamp as creators because of the quote unquote direct to consumer, but everything still is going to get chopped down. So who knows what the new purchase? I don't know who, who the company was, but. It's looking pretty bad, man. Oh, man. I'll don't tell that. me that long. It's looking don't pretty bad. So I, 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 uh, I like Bandcamp, man. Yeah, man. I, I to, to me, you know. I still I champion YouTube, yeah, and yeah. I champion uh, because at least there you can be direct to your people, right? Mm -hmm. If you can like as a musician like today like if you really want to succeed as a musician, cannot depend on streamers like like the streaming platforms. You can't like you have to be your own type of content person. Which means you should probably have your own YouTube and you should probably create your own content with whatever you're doing. And then just YouTube, supplement Twitch. supplement everything else with your music. Like, yeah, I put out music. Yes, it's on these platforms, but that should never be your number one. It shouldn't be. But anyways, I'm done preaching. So mm. it's no, bad. That's, no, that's game, though. That's game. No, I mean, and the thing is, if you as someone who maybe if you care about artistry, look into another uh, platform. Yeah. I don't use Spotify specifically because I I think it's the worst of the streamers. Mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, it's the most popular. I don't um, even understand how the the user interface isn't that great to me. No, I that's that's no commercial, but that's why I use Title. Mm. I think Title's uh, user interface is just better. I just YouTube everything, so the artists are just not making any money off. Like it's just crazy because. <clears throat> I can't say they're not making anything because you know what? When I look at like the subscription number, like for a particular artist, there are the guys at the top yep. and who have followings and who actually were getting it before when you actually had to sell records. Yep. You know, someone like even as someone like a Johnny Gill, you can look at his his numbers and you're like, wow, he's really streaming a lot for particular songs, mm -hmm. you know, because these songs are on playlists and this, that, the third. But, you know. There's some guy that just came out. I was like, I mean, I understand this is what you got to do. Yeah. But you're not 
getting anything out of this. You know, one thing that I would, would be okay with <laughs> is if they did this maybe like moving forward and everybody that has music already on the platform, mm-hmm. maybe they maybe it's like a hard pause like, okay, cool, you already have your music on there. You're still under whatever. But anything that new comes to hit Spotify in 2024 off, you have to meet these thresholds. I would almost mm. be okay that, with that. That would be too much like the right thing to do. Yeah, Way too sure. much like the right thing. Yeah. But I would yeah. be okay to an extent with that because, you know, you're not ostracizing. I want my two and a half cents from that song that I don't listen to anymore. Mm-hmm. I made it. Bye. It's kind of like a monopoly. show money, guys. It is like a monopoly because I can Sell do exactly what they want to do. And all people have to do is just grin and bear it and be like, all right, I guess that's what it is right now. Yeah. Well, Long spoke to it when he talked about alternative content and other options. I think that falls in line with the merch, the streaming, the docu-series, the mini doc, the this, the that, whatever the shorts are, all that type of stuff. You just got to, you got to do more than just diversify your funds. There it is. I said it Shout like, out to Wu-Tang. I said it like a year or two ago, even, I, you know, you, you have to be a content creator along the side of mm-hmm. a musician, to, you know, you don't have to do a ton, but you should have a YouTube presence. Mm-hmm. Everybody, why, everybody listening that is a musician, you should have a YouTube presence to some degree. Yeah, that's why the content degree. creators are making a lot more than the actual rappers and artists and facts, and singers all, and songwriters. And all the payment stuff is right up front. It's mm-hmm. transparent. You know what you're going to make. The dashboard works. You can see the very next day how much you, you made the day before and estimate yeah. it. You know, so and say what you want about, like Terry said, the content creators. You can say what you want about the content creators or. Uh, people that just do this and this and become popular, but if they are consistent and they have a consistent regimen and schedule, they are eating. eating way is, more. Kaisen is streaming twenty four seven right now from prison. Is he in prison? He's in prison. I, I'm sure it's a mock Kaisenet? prison. Yeah, really? Who is this? He's for, for, know, he's for the Twitch. riot for the riot stuff. No, he's just literally streaming, locked up in prison, and people are coming on the show, visiting him. So Drewski's been on there, Krishan Rock's been on there. Wait, is he, is he there in, like willingly? Yes. Okay, y'all oh. y'all lost me on I this. Have one. No I idea. have Who no idea this? what this is. Kaisent. 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 Yeah. He's he's like a he's a Twitch streamer. He blew up like two or three years. ago. I mean, like overnight almost. Okay. Like just took off. Say the jail part again. He's <laughs> live streaming from jail for twenty four hour twenty four seven essentially for a week, seven days straight. Hey man. Get that money. Yeah, so he, so he he's I mean he's in an actual jail. I'm pretty sure the prisoners in there aren't actual prisoners. It's uh, probably everybody's probably I actors oh, or whatnot. But it's it's a for real jail. Hmm. Okay, and he's streaming from this jail every day for seven days, twenty four seven. So you can go on his Twitch right now, right? And it's a jail stream. Gotcha. What? And people are visiting him, becoming inmates in jail. <laughs> For this whole week. Now, granted, we're living in the last days. I, I just granted, tell you, now, what, <laughs> I'm sorry, man. What in the, but, what in the, what in the AI are we? Are y'all talking about? Now, now, like, now, being said, now with all this being said, now he is intentionally. Yes, he's doing content, it on purpose. He is a content creator, oh, okay. right, 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 right. But to, I to, thought he was to, in the to hole. Go out, to go out with it, well, we kind of. But what to what Terry's saying? Like there are also other people out there that are literally artists that have kind of they still make music, but they. Maybe talk about music like so. Like DJ Payne is one, mm-hmm. or uh, there's another producer, Curtis King. He's a content creator. He makes music as well. You know, um, there are a handful of people that really have, have like jumped pretty deep 
Cooking Soul is a great example because he makes his own music and he's got a great YouTube channel. Yeah, he does. Um, and a lot of remixes and he mm -hmm. drops stuff constantly, you know, and he's built a big fan base. I'm sure he's eating pretty nice off YouTube yeah. money. Um, but like... Dude from from a Detroit rapper dude that streams playing video games now, he don't even rap no more. Oh, um... Danny Brown. Yeah. No, not Danny not Brown. Brown. No, 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 Danny Brown's on a podcast. T. Yeah. T. Grizzly. T. Grizzly. T. Grizzly. Yeah. He got his own GTA servers. Yeah, what on, doing? Yeah. Yeah, role playing. Yeah, he's like, I don't need to rap no more. Yep, that's great. Lil Yachty said this: the streamers and the content creators is blowing the artists away and bread. He said it. <clears throat> Got to diversify, like somebody said recently. Yeah, got to diversify, but you have to. You're yeah, an artist. Don't don't depend. I think the 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 the, the play on this is capitalism is bad, and uh, Spotify is bad, <laughs> and uh, and Best Buy is getting rid of all so of all physical media. The end know? of an era, you know. End of an so era. So if you're an artist. Yes, be mad, but at the same time, be smart about it. Figure out something else. But they say pay attention to the trends. Come on, man. You said the game long. Shout out to you for the for the game because you, you always drop it. It's up to the people to pick it up. These are always just nerdy conversations. This is like the one part where I pay a lot of attention to just because I have to. But I mean, but you actually do this though. Yeah, for sure. So yeah. you know, it's coming from a legit space. Indeed. Use that Google now if you think I'm playing. All right, uh, getting closer to that plaque. Close, hey, it's getting real close. Tell you what, where we gonna put that? It's gonna be right here next to my head. <laughs> YouTube plaque, right? We're gonna here. do a, a plaque tour. Yeah, it's gonna have to go on tour. <laughs> we taking it. To, we taking it to 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 one after work. We taking <laughs> it to take that Tuesday. <laughs> we take it to the places we, we don't even go. We gonna have like, to see what what is the ticket on multiple plaques. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. You know, they probably cool. give you one, and they be like, yeah, well, if, like, if it's multiple people on the show, then we will have to charge you. So so bringing down the bands, getting closer. Yeah, new old heads actually made more strides in the last month than Bring Down the Band did. Appreciate y'all for that. We're actually over, I think, 7,300 subscribers on YouTube now. Oh, wow. That's dope. Which mm -hmm. is significant. So we're only 92,000 <laughs> away from a new old heads plaque. Yeah. Well, if we get two plaques up here, it's going to get ugly. Man. Plaque game going to be high. High. I'm sorry. I'm going around every every place in Indianapolis with, with the I'm plaque. Gonna a, I'm going to get, get a chain. chain <laughs> Like, yeah, I ain't got one of these. Oh, yeah, you out oh, here? Yeah, you got yeah. a little podcast? Yeah, so I call people. You got they a little podcast? podcast. <laughs> y'all, y'all at the kitchen table? Okay, yeah. I feel you. I feel right. you. Yeah, we got one of these. Let's come through with this plaque. Yeah. Let y'all really know what's good. Yeah, man. <laughs> you want to touch the plaque, don't yeah, you? Yeah, you want yeah, here, here. We got some Polaroids. You, you want to feel? Here. You want to feel? You can greatness. take a picture with the plaque. <laughs> <laughs> might let you hold it. Nah. Pull up, take a picture. Yeah, you could tell. You might be able to tell people it's yours. Glass. We gonna put it in a. Glass casket and just bolted up there right behind long. Man. All right, man. Let's uh let's pivot. Let's talk. Let's talk about the OG Nikki D. Yeah, some comments about Ice Spice, man. I just given Ice Spice the flowers for shouting out the writers and saying that you know everything was cool with their criticism because they're actual writers. And then after that, man, everything just went to hell. It seems. Uh, saw some. Did you guys see? I her? saw it. <laughs> You know Everybody I saw synced it. it. I just checked and I ain't know. Talking about Betty Boop. There it is. Thank you, Lone. I the the, the did you see the caption that a hip hop DX put? No, I didn't. It was not. like powerful performance. I was like, Really? Okay. Yo, Nikki D. Didn't who actually really was the first okay. I didn't we'll, even realize. We'll I that? forgot. Um, if I'm not mistaken, she was the first signee. First female, female rapper, rapper on Def, on Def Jam. Jam, yeah. First single called Letting Off Steve. There it is. OG status. So Here's her comment on Instagram. She says, oh, come the F on. 
You mean to tell me this is true talent? The female genre of hip hop today is the prostitution era. Fight me with two glove emojis. Notice only two times the crowd reacts during the familiar munch line and when she turns around to show her ass. Shaking her ass. Thank you. She's one of the top <laughs> female rappers out at the moment. Where's her show production rehearsal? And for God's sake, please stop singing over those studio vocals. It's not a live show at, the, at this point. Can someone have Ice Spice's manager get at me? This girl got five minutes left and y'all going to blow it. Yeah, it's kind of rough coming from Nikki D. So here's my, here's my question. She's not wrong. She's I, not wrong, but... I don't care who came from. Here's my thing, yeah. though. She's I, right. I want I want to go to but the prostitution <laughs> era comment. That's absolutely fact. Is that that's, that's where I want to go? Fact. Let's talk I about mean, let's talk about that because to me that's the line. The line is the prostitution. Well, we already era. know that. But I, I'm, what I'm saying is Nikki D coming out calling it the prostitution era, bro. That's bold. No, it's not because everybody is saying that. Who's called it the prostitution era? I mean, well, everybody you don't count. Everybody's literally said that in maybe not using the same word prostitution. But that's what I'm I saying. I took stripper that's fight rap from from when Jay look. Jermaine that's why this hit different to me. This it hits the exact same. Ago. You think so? Yes. It does. Bro, prostitution era? Yeah. Bruh. Yeah. It's not there's, bad there's that like, sound. No, it these, sounds the exact same as it's I been sounding. I don't, know. I don't understand. They're what, selling what sex is for money. What is prostitution? What else is prostitution? Why does that stand out so much I mean, to you? Prostitution just sound. And that's coming from a woman, so it you is. know, don't say it. I respect it. it. You know, it's her opinion, but man, dang, dog, the prostitution era. Man, it's the yes. same Selling sex thing, for money. Man. That's what, what it is. is that? All right. That's what it is. It's the same thing. It hit different to me, in my opinion. It hit different to me. But go ahead. I don't want to. Y'all jump in. I mean, they're getting paid. For doing these acts, right? Slang yeah. prostitution. $40 on the table. What I album mean, is it's that? prostitution. Sorry? Slang prostitution. Who, who had a song called? Uh, it sounds like Wu-Tang. I don't know. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry, Terry. Too late. No, see, I was right. But no, nah, that's it. That's all, all right. I got to say about that. Jay Moore, what's up, man? Look, man. I'm going to tell you right now. Tell me right now. This is social engineering. Let, I, I, let me cook here, y'all, because we Go gotta ahead. get into it. Cook. Um, think about in the last 10 years when we always talk about the top rappers mm -hmm. you know they always now me because i listen and all of us here at this table we listen to a lot of hip-hop but you know the people who aren't as learned or aren't so deep into the culture they bring up um you know their biggie jay-z and nas is drake cole and kendrick yeah okay and drake you know a kid from canada a jewish kid from canada singing about his feelings okay foreigner yeah dirty a dirty foreigner, foreigner. dang alright I'm in trouble one of these days <laughs> <laughs> it's just a matter of time it's Terry. just a matter it's of time, matter of time. they're gonna sweep through and pull up then okay we got Kendrick kid from the west coast has midwest roots talks about you know the ills of gang violence kid doesn't even drink or do drugs in this talked about talks about marriage and therapy true okay and then you got J. Cole a biracial kid from North Carolina, you know, who is a college graduate who has talked about a various amount of things. These, whatever you want to say, these are the guys who have sold the most records in the last 10 years. Yeah. And yeah. so I really think the people at some, you know, like I said, I, I'm, I believe in the conspiracy of social engineering. And I think a lot of people said, hmm, we failed in trying to infiltrate and with hip hop, get, with, infiltr with hip, infiltrating. And, and it, how is it these guys, we, we put all this dope and all these guns in the game. And these are the three artists they gravitated to. They rose to. to the top. So yep. they said, you know what? How you can really infiltrate the culture, specifically of black Americas, if you go through the women. 
Okay. And so all of a sudden civil rights movement. Now all of the women, you can't get a deal if you don't have plastic surgery, a BBL, if you're not talking about your actual you not just using men as a resource mm-hmm. or something to fear, but you have to talk about your contempt specifically for black men and that they aren't anything and that uh, if they're not buying you nothing, they are trash and you should get what you can get from them. And you know what? Let's, you know, let's celebrate having as many kids as possible. It ain't got to be no marriages. It, has to be, it doesn't have to be with a man that you care about. You can have, you can have kids and not have any man in the house. And we're going to celebrate that. And so it that's sounds like civil rights. Ain't lying. And so here it is. Now you got it to the point where they're making it seem like Sexy Red is is black young black women is America's hero. Here it is out here. She pregnant, twerking with no shoes on, stinking. At at talking about how it stank. At at at, at every you know literally talking about having unprotected sex with drug dealers as something to celebrate because you know those are the dudes who got Hellcats and SRTs. And then you know even women who like Cardi B. Got married, then had kids. Did it in what some people consider to be the traditional right or order. And she she's out here still selling a certain level of, you know, Meg's hot girl summer. Meg is, you know, and these these women want to be in love, but you know what? They don't sell that. They so, sell shaking ass. They sell shaking it ass. Alcohol, alcoholism and drug use. They sell casual lesbianism. I know I'm getting probably. But what is, I, what but is it from though? But it, I think it's the social engineering. So I'm going to add. I to think it's that. the social I'm engineering. Go, I'm going to add to that because uh, you you are correct. Social engineering, but in the same token, people love it. But so thing, and people have always loved people love McDonald's and crack Terry exactly, and they're very rich, and it sells Speaking every single crack. day. So. <laughs> With with this music and all this such, none of that is good for you. None of it's good for you, but people love it. I mean, why do you think there's so much? When we're talking about junk food and obesity and all that stuff, is because everything is readily available to you. You can go buy it right now. So people are really into this junk food music, and it's in their face. I mean, we have shows called The Real Housewives of such and such, and none of them are married. Right. True. Or you have the hip hop show from this region, and none of these people. Are in the hip hop game. They're just in that region. There's no hip hop. There's, There's no, no hip hop. You know what I'm saying? So and they call the show "Love and Hip Hop." But Facts. you have people that are feeding and buying into these this culture, so to speak, that we don't necessarily agree with. Well, you know, because nobody wants to say. You know, because whenever there are people who are taking, oh no, they just have. Once again, I talked about this before to where it's specifically for I know women. What are you gonna say? They'd yep. be like, oh, they just having fun. They just having fun. Sexy yeah. red and, and Lotto and all them. They just having they fun just having talking fun. about mm. the. I, like I said, we, once again, we got to keep it PG. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so when, but you once, but you know what? They never sell when men are doing things that are doing, because tr- trust me, I know people are going to be like, why are you so hard on the women? Listen to the other 360-something-odd episodes. We hard on the men, too. Yeah, That's but true. you got to be hard on the people that are influenced by this and who love it and push it to the forefront of the culture, too. Yeah, uh, You know what? Yes, we do got to, but like when I see eight-year-old girls twerking on the internet. That's at the house. But bro, Yeah, when- but you got to understand, like, cause it, it was a it was, house. There was this clip where a school teacher, of all people, somebody yeah. who should know better, was like, if you something and you want to see what's up and all these little kids go, that was how she got their attention. Yeah. I was like, the reason we should be concerned about something like that is not because that's great. The teacher could get the girl's attention, the, the kid's attention. Mm-hmm. But the fact that kids who are under the age of you should be listening to Sexy Red, uh-huh. they know the source material. 
Yeah. That's the problem. I'm That's with, true. I, I hear what Terry's coming from because the social engineering concept, even if it's happening right in front of our face, you know, and you talk about the conspiracy theory, cool. Because we're seeing the results of what you're talking about. But I like how he says that's at the house because it's this is still house. being received well and consumed. Listen, no matter lot. what the engineering is, people are flocking to this. Listen, maybe that's another level of the conversation. The difference, the difference between now and back when we were kids is that a lot of our parents were actually still parenting us. You know what I'm saying? So we may have been sneaking to listen to this music. You know what I'm saying? We, we knew we wasn't supposed to. But some about it spoke to us. But we also knew how to move in a certain way to where this is not this is not us. Well, also, you know what I'm saying? it's not becoming of us. Hold on. Oh, go ahead. Go, but go, now go. you have parents that want to be so cool with their kids. They're listening to the same thing that their kids are listening to because they want to be relatable to them. Preacher. So they're they're literally painting a picture and trying to raise them while raising themselves, so to speak. Because they want to be so cool with their kids that anything goes. That's why whenever you hear something, oh, they're just having fun. They're doing this. They're doing that. Oh, you can't be mad at them. Like the little boy that's rapping. Have you heard the little yeah, boy? Yeah. I put it in that's uh, crazy. I put it in Discord. That's crazy that, that that that's acceptable. When the dude that got on hopped on the song with him was like, oh, that's how the little dudes come up where we at anyway. And and if it, 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 and he's doing something positive, he's not doing anything not positive. positive. People need to stop relating or relying on this bag of money to be the positivity in your life because it actually leads to everything negative. The, the guy, you know the, what guy I'm the guy that was on to your point, the guy that was on the feature justified everything by. Well, he getting a bag. We gonna put it. We gonna get a bag that's, for him. He's gonna get a bag. I'm like that. My son was made a very good point. He was like, "That's the only thing that you got from having this little six or seven year old boy rapping and talking about what he's talking about it. is that he's going to get a bag. That's the only thing you got out of that. That's it. Our Charleston White comments when we uh, had commented about what was it hit. Oh, uh, the, uh, the, same thing. People were in the comment section saying the same thing. Like, well, he's you know he's helping them. Yeah, that's not helping. Yeah, it's not helping, man. Like, Where's like, Lil Mouse right now? Man, you remember probably, that? Ain't no he grown telling. now. So ain't wherever no he at, he grown now. But um, did, Lone, what do you do? You have anything to add? Because yeah. I know we've been going back and forth. But go ahead. I want to make sure you you get yours. No, I mean my. <laughs> let's let's see who's. Let's, <laughs> let's put up a poll. Who who? Guess what I'm going to say here. All right. So I, I wish think we could flash the poll. Nate, Nate actually mentioned it. Jay mentioned it. Uh, you know, the social engineering aspect of everything too. I mean, it comes back to you know, I, I think it's multiple things. Okay. But it also goes back to the profit motive, right? This sells. Yeah, it everything sells. is about the bag. It's it sells the the powers that be, and shouldn't have to explain who the powers that be are. You don't care about one thing, and that is money. And they are going to pay attention to what makes money. And so, to Jay Moore's point, social engineered specifically in that way to be detriment to the black family and black people in general, or if it's just about making money in general. I don't know, but I definitely know that it's definitely chasing the money. Absolutely. Um, so, it to me, it's definitely a capitalism issue. But, there it is. but everything is so. And so does is it is a social uh, engineering experience for everybody because hip hop is the number one consumed music form today. Mm -hmm. Now, I mean, the we point. are using black faces for this music and this particular style of. What what did she call it? Prostitution era, prostitution or whatnot, or even even beyond that, the the uh, drill music or whatnot, whatnot. Um, right. But it's the main source or the main 
consume music right music form right now. So it's driving. So it's so is it targeted to everybody or only well, the black kids and individuals the ones being influenced by it well look when i look at these you know because you see these people performing at like the rolling louds and whatnot Mm -hmm. like that's mostly white people down there yeah Yeah. you know and they because but the thing is they consume it digest it and they go home and unfortunately like i said when i see how black culture and i have a front row seat to this you know how they start living it influences what we drink it influences what we wear it It influences what we drive yep you know, and how, and unfortunately, how we act and our attitudes towards each other. So that's the part that's most concerning to me, because we're letting these clowns and I'm just going to go. I'm going to stop pulling punches on this because people are, quote unquote, having fun. This is clown. This is clownish. Yep. You know, and some of y'all are just so happy to be at the circus that you, you know, you'll see sexy red out there twerking pregnant with no shoes on and just clap like you just saw the most incredible like you just saw michael jackson do the moonwalk mm-hmm. it's got to stop somewhere because now that these now these companies see that they'd be like "Ooh, let's see what else we can do yes right. because like i said with the with the cardi and meg song that came out and was dead on arrival it was because like why are we gonna listen to this when we got five sexy red songs that are way more trifling yeah I want to uh, address this comment right here. Go ahead, bro. It says, I don't think. Let me see. I got you. I don't think it's because parents want to be cool. I think it's because the parents grew up listening to hip hop and still do, whereas our parents grew up listening to different music. Now, that, that can be. Slice. That, 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 appreciate the comment, first yes, of all. Yes. Uh, but that can be true and untrue at the same time because, I mean, I knew parents that were into hip hop coming up, but were into only. Like certain songs that that told a story and kind of warned you or something. So like my friend, I remember my friend's mom listening to Tupac "All Eyes on Me," mm. and it, the song that she liked on that album was "Wonder Why They Call You." Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And she explained why she liked that song. Mm-hmm. The it was the story is what he was talking about in the whole situation. So yeah, they were listening to it, or they or some of them weren't, but there was still a safety net so to speak when it came to what they allowed their kids to be exposed to mm-hmm. so it's like you can listen to certain stuff but all this extra stuff nah we ain't doing that or if you're listening to it you're not listening to it in my house or on the loudspeakers you can go listen to it on your headphones mm-hmm. whereas a lot of this stuff that's out now if somebody really gravitated towards hip hop and, and understands the culture you kind of shun away from some of it too so I'm not about to be riding around listening to, to Sexy Red with my daughter or any other like vulgar crazy stuff with my sons based off of me growing up hip hop because that doesn't represent me. And you still have to at some point in time have some kind of uh, growth and development that's keeping you from um, putting that in your child's ears while they're with you. You know what I'm saying? I, I mean, because they're going to do it regardless, but you have to police the situation as as a parent. Right. I I. I think um, I, I agree with that. I, I would also say, though, that the one difference that we're seeing with the generation that is raising kids now, the younger generation, at least, mm-hmm. um, even though our generation is having kids later than right. the previous generations. And, you know, but, if, if they get to have kids at all, for yeah. sure. Um, but like our parents generally didn't grow up listening to hip hop, though. Mm-hmm. The generation that is younger now, their parents did. Mm. So I think there is something there. It, it like the the connection between those two things. It's different. I think you know. It's like 
my parents grew up listening to rock music and called the school when the bus driver was playing crisscross mm-hmm. and saying, I don't want to, you know, Mm. It's it's just what it was, but back then it was like hip hop wasn't as thriving as it was in the eighties, and the message was generally positive in the eighties. I would say positive or just fun. Yeah, you know, yeah. like it. Yeah, you know, but not like what it is now. You know, like it's a it's a it's a I step didn't like away. it back then because it was black. Essentially, that's part of it. Yeah, but but yeah. But, but I guess to the point though, like if but we're it wasn't talk- their music, that's part of it. It yeah. wasn't their music. It, yeah, I think that's. I think there is something to that though. I think maybe I, maybe it's, I don't know how big it is. I but- think I have friends that have that are our age that have preteens or about to be teenagers, and they try their best to filter, have a filter system. You can, like Terry said, you're not gonna catch everything. Now it's goes back to the engineering. You can find it on TikTok, Instagram. It's a dance to it. All that all that goes into what we're talking about. But my homie that has his, his daughter is about to be 13. He's like, man, I try my best to make sure that she understands the difference between this and that because of the music that to Lone's point, I did. He grew up on hip hop. He listened to rap. So he tries to make sure that his daughters can understand the difference in the types of music. That's something that he makes a conscious effort to do. Now, how it's going to land, we don't know. As they get older, we'll see. I mean, it's a but, teachable moment. But it's a teachable moment. Like he tried. Like he, he, I've seen him go out of his way to make sure that they understand Drake or J Cole or Kendrick versus whomever you want to select. But if you grew up with two live crew and those were your favorite group, yeah. Well, then, I mean, he he did know. grow up with two live crew. As two his live. favorite group. Well, I mean, they listen to him. And only I, that. Not only that, I ain't gonna lie to you. Loves, but, you is, know? but this is a lot of times. I gonna say only, what we, gonna say what only we, that with the nuance we missed. Because you know, I, I saw you know, shout to Nuri Muhammad, and he had this whole thing about how in the '90s it was so positive, and we had this, that, and the third, and. It was not positive. Exactly, because I commented on the post. I was like, mainstream was more positive. Luke. And X Clan and a Tri Call Quest and NWA were all out at the same time. Same exact time. But I would, yeah. create, and, I, w- I would then, say the mainstream was more positive. I, I, I think I, the mainstream I would, I would was say more no. Well, mainstream was different than mainstream, mainstream wasn't hip hop. Exactly. Hip hop wasn't That's mainstream. Fair. But if we were hip hop, what we considered to be mainstream, there was balance. Agree. If you watch an episode of Yom TV, right? Okay, you're gonna see Naughty. You're gonna get some of everything, and then you're gonna see, you know, uh, nice and and smooth. Then you're gonna see Snoop Dogg. Mm -hmm. You know, and then you, you know, and then you might see Salt and Pepper. But then you know, you might see with problems. You know, so so it it, now all we get if if we were to juxtapose the eras. All we get uh, BWP. Through, through the A is B, BWP. Sorry, yeah. we're going to have to blank that out, I guess. Yeah. But, you know, now, you know, it's, it's like when you go to the club, you hear BWP for three and a half hours. Yeah. True. There was a balance in the force. You know, it's like you can almost say, hey, BWP and HWA just came along too early. <laughs> Come on, man. They, they, <laughs> but at the same was, time, when yeah. we had those groups, we had. Homeowners Association? What? <laughs> hey. But at the same time, when we had those groups, you He's, had Nikki D putting out Daddy's Little Girl and Hold yeah. On Kid. You had Nature. Where is she was, from? She's from New York. New York. New York. We oh, had. Yeah. There's always been an alternative. We've had, alternative. Na- we've had Queen Latifah putting out Nature of a Sister and, and Black Rain. Y'all remember when Heather B came out? That was an alternative to. Uh, I'm Her, nonchalant. She, nonchalant. Yeah, they came out before Foxy and Kim. Yeah. yeah. Right, yeah. You know, uh, uh, Lady of Rage was out before them. Facts. Yes. But Facts. what happened when Foxy and Kim came out? It was provocative. And then True. all of a sudden, people that's loved all it. we saw. That's all anybody signed yep. for the next thirty years. That's, and mm-hmm. that's because that's what was making the money. Hell, uh, Rhapsody just put out a new single like yesterday. Mm-hmm. Snippet was fire. fire from what I heard, With Hit Boy. Yeah, I heard yeah, it. fire. 
guarantee you it don't do anything like these numbers. It's not going to even be close. I think it'll probably do better than City Girl numbers. Yeah. I hope so. We'll see. Nice. I hope so. Six to eight thousand. I bet. Yeah, because and it that's that's a whole nother conversation that in the road that we could go down. But I'm like, what with rap, Rhapsody? Even if you. You know, if you're not a fan of Rhapsody or, you know, whatever. The song was good. I'm not a huge fan no, no, of Rhapsody, I'm, but I'm, the song was good. You thank know what you. Mean? I mean, you can be yeah, honest, yeah. so I get you. But what I'm saying is where the, the, the disconnect is, why can't we just push? I don't you want to get behind her and just push her? Because like, it's not fun. There we, not, there we go. It's, not, it's a learning situation. It's, a, it's almost like, so you have to go to school to learn, right? And so our, they don't like it. Because you're actually listening and learning something, you're seeing a different angle. It's not fast food. It's not. Uh, I can, you know, what I'm saying, understand mm-hmm. this song, and by the time it's over, I understand it. Yeah. They're gonna play it again and again and again and again and again. You know what I'm saying? Right. Repetition is gonna beat beat you to death, essentially. And right. in our country, we don't care about the educational system. Not at all. And we don't put any money in the educational system. We don't pay teachers enough. We don't pay educators enough. We don't incentivize people to want to educate. Preach. And if we don't do that, then we are socially engineering our children to like the lowest common denominator. There you go. The hey, low-hanging fruit. Low-hanging fruit. With worms and stuff coming out of it. All of it. I got fruit in the front yard. <laughs> All the fruit they're getting is it's rotten. spoiled and rotten at this yeah. point. You know, all I'm saying is like we need to be aware you know, and be very conscious. And I know that's, that's, that's a lot to ask of people. We need to bring back balance. That's fine. Okay. If we're going to, if we're going to have the city girls, if we're going to have sexy red, if we're going to have Lotto and all these other people who talk about who their whole steez is shaking ass. All right, then, then let's make sure we put some energy into Rhapsody. And then we bring her up all the time. Cause that's the one that we know, you know, probably better than anybody, but I know there are other women out there's here. Some more, there's some I more dope them, artists out but there. But you know what? We don't, we don't put a spotlight on them. So do a better job. I think, I just, think they, part, yeah. Oh, go ahead. And, and look, and this is just my little political soapbox and I'm going to get off it because like I said, I probably already said too much. Black women, be, be very aware of how your ethnic image, it, black American women specifically, how your ethnic image is being disseminated throughout the entire world right now, because they are pushing this yeah. internationally. And you're going to look up and be like, why, why are we seeing this way? Why would, because this is what Sikiana was over in England. Talking yeah. She's trying to get her coochie scratch. Yeah. Man. So, and this, and this is what they're, <laughs> that was they're still probably, and you know, there's some, like I said, there's some man in an office, you know, who said, Hey, who else can we give 50 pieces of silver to, to go out and do this exact same thing? Because <laughs> it seems to be working. We're just going to keep putting money into it. Just like I keep, uh, put money into Microsoft. It's my home. argument. I told you about the demo phase. Let's just go scour YouTube, find them some demos with a million views. Boom. 50 pieces of silver. There'll be a star. Yeah. It's that simple. That's, yeah. It's all that. Like when you watch the music videos, like remember how there was just such a, uh, an uproar over anything that had to do with BET and cut. Mm-hmm. Now women are just, uh, they're making BET and cut videos about themselves and for the, and for each other and for free. Yeah, and and it put them on YouTube, and it is something that somebody it, somebody needs to say something about. We're just a little small platform. I don't nobody care what I got to say, but I'm here. I am here. I am saying. It, I, so yeah, let's I mean, go. but but that's good. I mean, part of, I do think part of the onus. I think part of the responsibility is on the people like us to continually to talk about this stuff and to highlight the good outside of the negative as much yes. as possible. Yes. And and because we understand that in even though we won't do as much numbers. Right. In general, we need to, you know, 
it's 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 on us as well. Yeah, it is. I, it's, 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 it's I don't mean just like mindful, us. I just mean people that have this type of viewpoint. It's, mm-hmm. it's about being mindful, but unfortunately, um, the masses have spoken. Essentially, this is just where we're at. I mean, even as a country, when it comes down to politics, when you see who they pick as the politician they want to lead, mm-hmm. it's the pretty much the same thing they literally don't pick the best people there's somebody don't that's the problem the good people don't even run no or they run and everybody like ah they can't do that let's go this way and let's just also bring it back to this uh start booing these women I'm sorry. Start booing audience. Start, start whack, booing. Start booing. Ass, start booing Ice yeah. Spice when she can't. When she only knows every tenth word of her song. Start yeah. booing Glorilla. They start booing boo these. Start booing these women, fellas, ladies, everybody. Let's get together and start booing these women into doing better. Bring, a, bring Apollo back. Shame campaign. All of that. <laughs> yeah. Let's do it. But this is again. I hate. <laughs> I hate to harp on it, but I really don't. This is why capitalism is so bad, because you can't get out of it. It yeah. is literally a vicious cycle. That is always looking for the lowest common denominator. They're just looking. It's a hamster does wheel. not care about the good in That's anything. It right it's just about money. It's, it's hamster wheel. It That's doesn't it matter. Right we can there. preach to we blew in the face, and people are saying. still going to pick the exact same stuff. Yes. Let's great conversation, gentlemen. Let's let's shout out the partners. Thanks to our partners. Dr. Coleman of Coleman Dental is our go-to dentist. He's a longtime Indianapolis arts and music supporter located right in Broad Ripple. Printfinity is a screen printing shop based in Indianapolis, owned and operated by our own DJ J. Diff. Our good friends at Indie CD and Vinyl operate one of the best record stores in North America. Shop new and used in their site or visit them in person. And the best way to support the new old heads is to visit our Patreon and become a member for as little as three bucks a month. All details on newoldheads.com. Appreciate y'all all in here on the Halloween evening. Yes, we appreciate, appreciate y'all. you guys. Y'all go trick or treating. Yeah, I did. You take your kids trick or treating. Yeah. I, I went as a podcaster. Did you? Were you out podding in them streets? Yeah, I was out there saying, "Hey, capitalism, <laughs> capitalism." <laughs> Look, I had. You went as Bernie Sanders. <laughs> <laughs> I had a kid. I think can't remember it was last year. You know, because it fell on a night when I was. You had a kid. Home. No, I had a kid come by the house. I had a kid on. Yeah. And uh, scared me, Jay. It was one of those few nights where I was actually at home, and uh, and uh, I don't know. Once again, I don't know what's what's, what's these kids these days. There was plenty of trick or treat, and I was like, oh, okay. What do you, you know, you could tell the little Bumblebee or or Elsa from uh, Frozen. Is that the is that a name? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I don't have these. I don't kids. <laughs> I don't know these movies. Um, I just kind of got to figure it out. Yeah. Um, Did you give him a beer? No, I ain't not getting none of my beer. <laughs> That's what kills me is people are like, hey, watch out for people giving. Did you give them edibles? Edibles. I was like, nobody want to give your <laughs> goofy ass kids no, no edibles. Man, Hell no. People are delusional. <laughs> Yo. Like giving them kids Please no don't be that edibles. person, man. Don't, don't be that person. But I had a young man come by, you know, I, I, I was a little late to open open the door, you know, and uh, he's about to walk away. He, was, he didn't come back and say trick or treat. He's like, hey, y'all still got some candy? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I know what I want. <laughs> I want to talk I was, to I was like, I was y'all like, still I was got like, some candy. I was like, yeah, little homie, we got some candy. Yeah, yeah. remember back in the day, they'd be like, uh, check your candy for like a razor blade. Yeah. That's a real like thing, that. though. Yeah, I mean, because that's easy. Just no, it isn't. That's the thing. It, it really wasn't. It's a lot easier than that's me going thing. to buy some edibles or some fentanyl and giving <laughs> it to your kids. Dang. <laughs> I mean, you giving them a snicker bar, you could have just put a a razor blade in there. Who is That's putting different. razor blades in there? Evidently, they it's were doing it back in the day. That was that a real thing. That was a real thing. I know. I there was, was like I, one. It's just kind of like when I lived in Waukegan when that happened. In oh Illinois. yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. remember that they was, was they were stealing kids and everything. Remember every time you bought some milk, another new kid was on the side of it. They don't even put kids on the side Look, of that milk box. Two no. kids bit a razor blade on accident, and it's a pandemic. Oh, <laughs> 
bruh. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> He's right. Just like, I mean, just that, like it was so. Remember, remember wait, wait, when they said you know somebody. Come, do you know how that comes off? It's almost like Lone is like, they should have ate around the razor blade. <laughs> That's what, what I would have done. What are you teaching your kids? Don't eat the razor blade. Man. Don't chew it. Yo, Teach them to keep around it in their that razor mouth. blade now. Look, man. Yeah. I remember there was a back in the day. Yup. I, like I said, I remember I realized I'm older than everybody at the table. But when like they said somebody died because they took some Tylenol, and that's when they started putting. Did you like, have 18 of them? I mean, the, yeah. the child no, no, safety no, test. Child safety because yeah. they said somebody tampered and poisoned the Tylenol, and that was a big story. That was a real thing. And but and and then it was like, oh, that's when they started putting all the tamper-proof stuff on the bottle, and because yeah. it used to be you just bought a bottle of Tylenol, it wasn't no foil or no cotton. Out and yeah, yeah. So that that was on there. It just wasn't the the push down. All you had to do is just unscrew. Well, it. Maybe they should put like razor blade safe candy bar wrappers. Oh my god, man! What's put wrong it on you, the companies to do better. Yeah, not the people. Look, I should be able to look at a wrapper and tell if a razor blade. Did you ever go to a house that maybe. had like real like they gave out that whack candy with? No, the black I never even trick or treated. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you talking about the black well, the black wrapper? It was like it was like supposed to be like some peanut black butter and orange trash. The black and oranges. Yeah. Yeah, I know what candy you're talking about, though. Yeah, we, yeah, that was always the the little candy wax. That, it was in the little wax That's paper. the candy that Mike gets uh, from his dates in yeah. their purse. <laughs> yeah. Little whack-ass nougat. <laughs> it's not even good The good. We had it wasn't even good man. nougat. We had a dude in our neighborhood that used to give out nougat. It'd be your own people, man. It'd be your own people. <laughs> Stop eating that whack that nougat, candy. man. It'd be your own people. So, trying to accuse white people eating bowls of nougat, and here Come you on. are. It'd be your own people, man. <laughs> Sorry though. No, no, but like oh, so we, we had a dude, right. we had a dude in our neighborhood that he thought it would be fly to give us like nickels. <laughs> hey, listen, you I'm gonna be. You, you had to go to that dude's house five times to play a game of Pac Man. That's crazy. Whack. That's wild. And then um, I'm about to be handing out vapes to y'all kids. <laughs> <laughs> y'all like I'm this? I'm feeling real generous. Y'all like this watermelon mint joint Come right on, here? Man. We go. Uh, I seen the guy says you got three for thirty. I'm about to go buy like a whole bunch of vapes and hand them let out to y'all children. Let me see you hit that thing, young fella. There you go. Because that's how it sounds when people be like somebody's giving your kids uh, edibles and fentanyl. Be like, hey, hey, little man, you want a cigarette? Yeah, let me see. Yeah. <laughs> y'all know cigarettes? I got no need candy. A light? Yeah. Hey, take take one of these edibles. He's like, hey man, I got call me in the morning. Yeah, I got a piece of pizza if you want. It. Yeah, it's bad out yeah. here, man. Just be careful with your churn, man. You no. should be more worried about the old man offering to get kids popsicles and inviting them down to the basement. You want a popsicle? <laughs> I tell you, yeah, what I want did. a popsicle. <laughs> I tell you what we we did do. Hey, you stupid. When, when my <laughs> hey Chris, that voice though. Hey Chris, hey Chris, get your fat when when my dad he uh, was working for M and M Mars, we gave out like king size uh, candies. So y'all was balling, and y'all was balling okay, in every aspect you know of life, bro. Yeah, we was. We yeah. was balling. Yeah. And so uh, kids would come back like no, I mean all of them more than once. But they'd be like, all I right. would too. They would take off the mask and be like, hey, trick or treat. I was like, dog, you've already been here. Yeah, he's trying to get these kings. They had one of them. Bar, they had bro. one of them big old TVs. In they in they room box TVs yeah they had the big big one the one with wheels on it you gotta it? bring you gotta yeah bring oh some. yeah we had that uh, the, with the with the wood panel on yeah we had, had a fifty two inch magnifier See, yeah, I, I, I need I need I, I need a it. photo album from like like eighty seven bro I need you to bring a photo album in so we can see you looking like Kevin McAllister yeah I need <laughs> to see what was going on man about 80, 85, 86 I pops. mean eighty seven we was we was doing good but I tell you what like ninety is that the era. 
90 to 95, boy. We was, you know. <laughs> good. They had two box TVs. They was at Perkins. Now, I tell you what. They was at Olive Garden when Perkins, it first opened. Perkins got heat. Yeah, absolutely. Perkins does. got heat. There's an Olive Garden when it first opened. Is Perkins even a thing anymore? Yeah, there's another Some one places. on the north side. The, yeah, okay, okay. So, I got an array of things left, I believe. I wanted to play a game, but nobody liked that one. The reason I suggested this one, somebody Ooh. shared it with me. It's a, it's a make a group. I'm not choosing any of the people that's on the on the nine though. I mean, we can we can extend it, but uh, one of our longtime followers, homie Jesse, uh, sent me this. So shout out to him. It's, so it says make a rap group, and it says using three rappers. I already have mine picked, but it has Dre, Nas, Eminem, Prodigy, Biggie, Big L, Big Pun, Tupac, and Ice Cube. So Dr. I got Dre the picture is just a Discord, producer, really, though. and that's exactly why I'm picking him. Mm-hmm. I'm picking yeah. Tupac, and I'm picking Nas because Dre is going to produce. Mm. Great production for those two gentlemen. Great songwriting. You said and I, Tupac and Nas? I'm taking Tupac, Nas, and Dre. You mm. damn near have to take Dre for as one for every one of these picks. You don't have to. Kinda. I'm taking Dre, Nas. I'm comfortable with Dre, Nas, and Pac. Now, the music is going to be a little heavier, but it's going to be the quality is going to be through the roof because of Dre's production. And I'd like to see the direction <laughs> that those two artists would go into over Dre's production. I'm, I'm going with that. Do y'all, do y'all want to extend, extend the chart? I, I I would do uh, Dilla and uh, Andre three thousand and Fonte. Oh, you being unfair now. Now, granted, not really, woo. because those are all favorites. But you got to think but about. But at the same how time, co- certain how people, would they sound cohesively? I think they'd sound I good. I think it'd work. I great. think it yeah. sound good cohesively. I don't think everybody would like it though. Mm. But I'd, I would. I'd love that. I would mm. because Dilla could rap too, and he could bring the swag. Mm-hmm. Man, Lone Fonte can <laughs> sing and do both. Andre can sing and do both. Andre mm-hmm. can also help with production. Mm-hmm. And Fonte can as well, actually. Well, you know what? Let mm-hmm. we, we can take it off the chart then, if that's the case. We want to open it up because I the love chart. that. If we going off. I the chart, love that. Then one. I gotta. Now I gotta think about big. one off the chart. You gotta almost. You almost have to choose like a producer rapper. Though. You have that's to. what I think. I you know agree. What I mean? So if you, you wanted to. to say, like, if you wanted to say, the people that have to be in there is like a Pete Rock, Kanye West. You gotta have them in. Like they Pharrell. cover both. Pharrell covers it. Crit. Crit. Crit would cover yeah. it, right? Jay Cole, even Jay Cole, Pimp, absolutely. Even if you want to go back, Pimp C would cover it. Because listen, I would, I wouldn't mind a, a J Cole, Kendrick, Tupac group. J Cole, Kendrick, Tupac. Hmm. Mm, indeed. Okay. Hmm. Okay. It's okay. J Cole's production isn't as strong as I would want it to be. Not as strong, but it would still be decent. Just my, but just being biased because I love those artists. Long yours is. It's gonna be hard I to mean, beat that. Man, you put Andre That's 3000 tough. with anybody. I'm put Fonte with anybody. You put Dilla with yeah. anybody. You know, yes. like, you know, I'm down there riding out. Man, it make the see this chart. Dre is the only one that's the yeah, the unicorn. The yeah, so we can. I guess we can toss that out. I like that long. I like that man. I would say Andre 3000, Common, mm. Killer Mike. Oh, can yeah, okay, that'd be an interesting one. If I if I wanted to, I'll take the handicap. Can I do just the producer and then just two artists? Yeah, because I didn't use any producer. I think that's fine. Yeah. Okay, fine. I'll take Just Blaze on production. I'll take Jay with him. I'm going to throw a curveball in there. I want Memphis Bleak. (laughs) Stop. How is Jay-Z not on that list? Good point. Uh, I'm taking Jay, Just Blaze, and I'm going to just do something random and take a curveball. I'm going to go Q-Tip. What about? I put Q-Tip. Q-Tip is my producer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the reason I say Q Tip is because I think his pen with Jay and, and Q Tip's mind as a producer as well with just Blaze Jay's pen songwriting and structure. Yeah, I think that would be a well. very very good matchup. I think that would work. I like that one just as a tip as a cue ball curveball because he can do both. Yeah, what I you can... got, Jay? Give me something. No, I I'd um 
I would put Q-Tip in as producer. Mm-hmm. I'd love to hear Q-Tip, Killer Mike, and Scarface. Oh, that'd be Man, interesting. I didn't see that coming. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah. Beat-wise, it would be different. I think Scarface and Killer Mike kind of match up. I think mm-hmm. they match up well, actually. Yeah. But I think, but I think but with that Q-Tip production, that's really different. Q-Tip's kind of hit and miss on production for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would say probably a better producer for them two would be Just Blaze. Killer Mike and, and Scarface? Just Blaze, Killer Mike and Scarface. Mm. Probably be solid. I haven't heard a combination yet with uh, Pharrell because Pharrell has a long history of making consistently hot hit records, but he also can get, Pharrell got B-sides too. Mm. He, he's one, Pharrell's one of those ones where you can put a lot of people with him because he's such a great producer. Makes dope records. You know what I'm saying? So, does Q do Cube and Pharrell work? No. <laughs> Not at all. You give it a shot, can you? Hold on. Cube and Killer Mike there was might a, work. No, it definitely works. Yeah, that definitely works. Hold on. There was a Weeby Club and Remix. Was that Pharrell that did that? I think Pharrell is I'll dope. I'll sleep on that one. No, I don't, think so. I don't think so. I don't think so. I have to look that up. Yeah. But I think Pharrell is I think Pharrell is dope enough of a producer. That one might have been a Neptune's thing. I don't know. I got enough faith in him as a producer to say, yo, he could get with Cube. And they would they would turn out something that would be fire. I got a, I got that much confidence in Pharrell as a producer. <laughs> Yo, Scarface yeah. and Pac put together a solid track mm-hmm. with Smile. Timeless. That's a dope record to this it's day. A very dope record. So what if you had Tupac, That's a Scarface, good. Like, and Killer Mike? Or what about those two guys and like DJ Quick? Oh, now yeah. we getting it. Now we talking. You know what I mean? Now we talking. I'm thinking about something else. Re- Club and Remix was the one that had DMX on it. Yeah. No, that wasn't Pharrell. Now we talking, Lone. I didn't even think about Quick. Yeah, I, I'm I'm definitely thinking about producer pairs. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I think Pharrell mixture with Kendrick with a mixture of somebody. Because be we've, really we've already seen Kendrick and Pharrell. With All Right. They, they knocked it out the park. Yeah. So whoever the third MC would be, obviously that's the yeah. wild card, but... I mean, I just got a lot of girl, Kendrick, Jid, and Crit. Mm. That would be a nice little combination. I, I think, honestly, uh, Pharrell, J. Cole, and Kendrick would probably be really good. I'm not even mm. paying attention to the chat. I don't even know if they're throwing any suggestions. Overwhelming in there. Slice says add Big L to Mob Deep. Oh, Havoc on the production? Mm. That's tough. Yeah, that would be nice. Good call. Yeah. I like that one because I keep forgetting Havoc make beats. Who's the hardest rapper? Like, just hard. Hardest, hardest MC? Yeah. MC Ren. MC Ren. Who else? Give me some more. MC Ren doesn't have one song. <sighs> We'd be like, hey, that's for the ladies. Willie D. Willie, Willie D. D. Willie D. Okay. Um, all the time, too. I know that's what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Like DMX. Honestly, man, we being honest. Ain't nobody hoarder the DMC. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you say hoard. Honestly, Cube be serious a lot. Really Cube. Cube is. First four albums, Cube. You rarely see him deviate off his content with Cube. When he pops out, Cube is ninety five percent. It's gonna be about something. Even Sean now, P. Sean okay, P. Okay, so that's that, Sean, Sean P. P was my number one. So I was gonna go. I was pairing Alchemist, Sean Price with somebody else. Is who I was trying to figure out. Mm. And I was like, Alchemist, Sean Price, and like, there's a good one, Conway. Uh, there's you know a good one, I mean? Styles P. Styles P. Would Styles be, P. Yes. Is a good Styles one. Styles P. Yeah, yeah. Styles P. Sean Price and Alchemist. I got it, Long. I got it. Alchemist, Sean Price. And beans. Old beans. Old beans. I'll take old beans with that. I like that. Yeah. Like Sean that. Price and old beans over Alchemist beans? Yeah. I'll take that. 
Sean Price is like one of my favorite rappers ever. So yeah, I'll take I'll Sean, take that. Sean Carter is nice, but Sean Price is the best. <laughs> what about Freddie Gibbs? Oh, ah, Freddie Gibbs. I keep forgetting about Gibbs. Benny the Butcher because they actually sound really. Um, I know they beef, but they, they sound go. really good together. We've and seen Sean it work. Price. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be wild. Who's the producer? If we're gonna do producers, though, who who do you put with them? You know what? To think somebody you know what? Else to add to you that. know what? Though I would actually now that you say Freddie Gibbs, I would actually put Gibbs. And Sean Price with Alchemist. That's mm-hmm. who I would put with mm-hmm. them. Gibson I Sean think Price, well. now that would be an interesting because mix. we already know Freddie and Alchemist already sound great together. Yeah, yeah. undeniable. Undeniable. Madlib. Mm. I keep forgetting about Madlib. Madlib can go so many different ways too, because he yeah. can. You know, he's he's got the heavy stuff, but he also has like straight Smooth head stuff. boom bap. I don't. Jazz I don't think stuff. Freddie Gibbs gets enough credit for destroying in a positive way. Obviously. Matt too, Matt full he albums. He gets plenty of credit from the people that. that yeah, know. like what? Are you, what are we saying? Yeah, he gets his credit. Yeah, for, for people that like sexy red, of course not. But you I know, ain't talking but, about them. Exactly. <laughs> my point, that's my point. He is Grammy nominated now, yeah. so yeah. I mean, Shout people, people. Those are projects attention. are dope, top to bottom, both of them. At got, DMX to Onyx. I wish Freddie DMX Gibbs, to Onyx. Wow. On paper, Freddie Gibbs and Jeezy should have made sense, but yes. didn't back then. Yeah. 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 Yes, I agree. I agree. He said at DMX to the. That's what overwhelming, overwhelming slice said, yeah. Well, you got to be in a certain mood to listen to that. <laughs> Shoot, I remember that first Onyx. Yeah. I, I bought the tape. With the shut them down. Yeah. Wasn't 50 Cent somewhere on that? Hey, don't get me lying, man. I have to go back and look at the credits. When they call back. I'm, I'm, curious, I'm curious of the different people's uh, combinations on this. So yeah, I want to com- see combinations. Yeah, y'all put some combinations in there because this could go multiple okay. ways who, if you want to do the non non- Wu-Tang rappers that you would pair with the RZA. Prime RZA. Oh, I like that. Now, that's a good one, Jay. That's a good one. Mob uh, Deep. Mob Deep in the RZA. I would, I would actually Ooh, go uh, that's Lupe Fiasco. Hmm. I don't see that. Over RZA? I don't know if I really see it either, to be honest. Love Lupe. Hmm. He's, he's one of the goats, but I don't see that one. Oh, well, you could do Prime, I but think it, it would work. Prime and add Lupe. Royce and Lupe with Primo. With Primo. Maybe. That's better. Made. That's better than RZA. That is a good one, Jay, because RZA's sound is so unique. It's got to be. It's got to fit. It's got to make. But sense. not early. But, early RZA was just hard. About, yeah, I'm talking about was, that RZA was that was able to give that heat to Notorious B.I.G. twice. They did. Would you put Killer Mike over over that classic? Would you can you imagine Killer Mike rhyming over a uh, long kiss or a long kiss type beat? No, I don't know. That, if maybe I, the what? I I don't know if I. I don't know if I can see it, but I know he a body both. I, I just don't know how if I can. You can't make, can it make, hear, sense. make it make sense. Right. I know he will body both of those beats though. He's that Lupe he's good enough get of busy an MC. On those two beats. He's a good enough yeah, of an MC. Lupe get busy on anything. I think. Yeah. Pro, uh, albums that, from a production standpoint, albums that changed. I'm talking about changed hip hop or were impactful, based off the solely off the production for those albums. To me. The Blueprint is one of those. I'm a Blueprint baby. When you look at the style of the production, the soul beats and all that, album blew me away. Kanye, Just Blaze, Bink. The, the, whole rele- the whole release behind Blueprint is nostalgic for the simple fact that it came out on 9-11. Mm-hmm. Along with Fabulous's first mm-hmm. album, solo album Which came out. I don't even remember. Oh, I remember. I ain't gonna because, catch it. Because the Blueprint eclipsed everything that came out. But I think those soul, those beats. That style. Birthed. 
a whole generation after the Blueprint came out. Yeah, because I think that's one of those Kanye West and and Just Blaze and got people back in the sampling. I think that's one of those. To me, that's that's album that sticks out. Yeah, Thirty Six Chambers is one as well. I think I like that. Uh, Yeah, you know Reza's style on that. I think that's a good one. Was definitely different for any kind of the Chronic. I'm actually we would be babies from that album as well. Now that I think about it, the Chronic, 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 Chronic's up there. Okay, Chronic. Um. Is there are there any obvious out? What, what about Cube? Ilmatic. What about Cube? Yeah, is literally the first album to use multiple producers in that way. Yeah. yeah, I was going to say Cube and the Bomb Squad, but I think they had already established that with Public Enemy. Yeah, so I'm not. I don't think I'm going to use that one. Uh, any Tribe Project? Say it was different though. It, a little but different to me. It was different. If it was going to, if it, it was, there, if there was anything that influenced and really brought jazz to the forefront of hip hop, it would be Low End Theory. Low End Theory is one of those. You think that would count as one of those? Yeah, I think 808s. Yeah, I think that was definitely a shift. 808s is a shift. Is shifting out. That one really shifted music. 808. Yeah. So I, no matter what I, people say, I feel like AT Aliens. I'm giving it Southern Playlistic because you I, think Southern Playlistic over like that is the album that shifted the the perception, the eyes of, of Southern rap. No, I, it, it, it it did it, do it that. Was, it was Southern rap was booty shake, right? And just like hey, we here to party and chance. And Southern Playlistic said no. It really was the South has something to say. Yeah, and you had to have the production to have something to say. I really think it's ACLs is my favorite, yeah. but I agree with that. I agree. I agree. I agree yeah. wholeheartedly. But it, there was something about the sound on AT Aliens that was was so different at the time because it 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 almost uh, was the prerequisite to Pharrell. You know what I'm saying? Some of the stuff and tones and beats and stuff they used on there kind of opened up a lane for like. I People to be more receptive of like a Pharrell or a Timbaland. Pharrell speaks highly of uh, Low End Theory. You ever seen him in an interview? Oh, yeah. He always references that album. What, what were you going to say, Long? I think you like you were going to say something. I, I don't know what the album would be, but certainly there was some album that has spawned this No Drums era. And I don't know what that would be, if that would be a Griselda album or mm. if that would be an Alchemist album or it would be a Rock Marciano album. But that's kind of been away for a minute. I don't know what album really kind of spawned that. You know what? You named all the, cul- the correct culprits. Yeah. I, but I don't know. To your point, I don't know if I can pin it down. I don't. I don't think I can because it, I, it may it may precede Griselda. I just don't well, know. It, does. What it was Rock Marciano. Rock but, Marciano. But, I, but and, Alchemist, and Alchemist been on it though. An Alchemist. Right. Alchemist and Rock. But I, Rock was really doing it. So um, you know, Rock just wasn't. I don't. I mean, he's underground too. But Alchemist had more of a more of a name in hip hop than than Rock did. I don't know. That's that's, that, that's not even necessarily true. But, but that wave is still. Strong for sure now. Yeah, yeah. You know I'll what I'm saying. I'll probably say too. Triple uh, Six Mafia when the smoke clears. Mm. Oh no, no, I can see that. Yeah, because it brought that Memphis sound to America. You yeah. know what? <laughs> it really did. Straight up. I think um, that Little John Snap era. Yeah, uh, yeah. that's yeah. a big one. Also, they, you know, when it was them and the D4L and that little pocket and right they there, had and then the he transferred it to Usher with yeah and all that. Yeah. That that changed. They changed. Lil John changed a lot of stuff with them two octave notes. Mm. And then I remember having conversations with people back in the day, like, "Oh man, it's just this octave, and then it goes up one." I said, "Bruh, it works. It is working." Usher got records <laughs> off that. That was hitting. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm talking about hit slap. Yeah, Lil John is gonna be is gonna have records played at the Super Bowl. Yeah, true. Because the they're not gonna get away without. If they don't play. Yeah, there's a problem. True. The Trinity, Detroit Deli, I'm a deadly poet. 
What about mm. some slum village? Um, what if I told you? What if I said donuts? Uh, donuts. Yes, that's what I was about to say. What think, about donuts? I don't think donuts did. I think donuts is definitely you know people ahead of his time type. No, 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 people just really praise donuts, but I don't. I don't donuts. Look, the Dilla style that people are using isn't donuts. Donuts was kind of experimental. People are people. The the donut the the style of Dilla that people are trying to like emulate is like his climax. It's his slum village stuff. It's his. I would even say you know, tribe Buster Rhymes. late tribe. Yeah, you know, Buster late tribe. Far side. Far, far side. Yeah, for sure. Side, like I think Dilla. Chocolate. You know what? The album that Dilla started working with Tribe was different because you definitely knew that. To me, the production got better when <clears throat> Dilla got a part of it. Yeah. Yeah, I can't argue that. I can't argue that. Yeah, that was what, what was Be- Beast Rhymes life. I don't uh, know. I think it's uh, the one after that. Oh, no, 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 no. I, th- I want to say he I gotta was look part it up. of Beach Rhymes' life. We got to get this the, right. What's the second know, to last I one? I think it was Midnight Marauders. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. Was I'm Marauders. tripping. I, I flipped those, but I think you're right. Was that the last one they put out in the 90s? What was the last one they put out in the 90s? It was like a white the love movie. Love movie. Yeah. Definitely the love movie. Yeah, he movement. was definitely on there. Because he produced. Uh, I think he might have did like one. He did Find My Way. Yeah, he did like one. He was stressed out too, didn't he? I don't think so. There's a remix. Maybe, I think, yeah, yeah, I I have the remix. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a. I think that, that those are. I think we covered like everything. Did we get all of them? All I mean, uh, yeah. you know, Smooth Hooter says no, no limit or cash money. That's a good point. Um, hey, say what you want, but he has Manny a point. Fresh. You know, um, definitely Manny Fresh and the bounce sound. Ghetto so. D. Ghetto D. Ghetto D was hard. Hmm. I would say so was uh, True to the Game. But I would say the second one. I would Is say s- no. Nah, True to the Game was the one where they had the ski mask on. So was, yeah, that's uh, Swamp. So man. was, swamp so on, was right? uh, Fiend. There's one in every family. Well, Beats by well. the pound. Yep. But I would say Manny Fresh. Manny Fresh definitely is above that. Uh, by Beats by the Pound. 400 degrees. 400 degrees is you know as far as like just impact. I'm don't get me wrong, and no, that's not to say anything negative towards No Limit, but like 400 degrees introduced. Uh, uh, even though No Limit was New Orleans, 400 Degrees was like that bounce, bounce music yeah, from was, New Orleans. And he was making those records with... Yeah, he was on Beats, Rhymes, and Life. Now that I look at the album cover, I can tell. Yeah. You know, Manny Fresh was doing those albums with no samples. He was he was, he yeah. was crafting whole he catalog with no samples. That, that album was, is one of the albums that you can run from front to back. The, actual, the title track might be my favorite beat on that album. The 400 Degrees beat for the actual song. That saw that beat is crazy. Listen, shout out to Manny Fresh, man. That's a really good album. Is that the We Eat, Sleep, and Talk rap? What song is that? We Eat, Sleep, and Talk, man. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, it, like, it, it, yeah. yeah. it come on with that 400 degrees. And he jumped right in. Yeah, that's it. it was one that song. beat is hard. Say I'm in a room with a... <laughs> I, the that, reason, that beat was incredible. The man. reason why I know this was, I mean, look, I I didn't like that style of music back then, but right. I still like that album. You're right. That tells that you how good that cold. record was. Yeah, that's it what I mean. So I had, like, I knew you when I knew you when that album came I was out. I had my backpack out. on super tight, and I still yeah. bought 400 degrees. Come on, yeah. man. Now that's real. That's real. And Cash Money had me. Uh, no Limit had multiple albums that slipped in my backpack. Get, Ghetto D was one of them. Sick of the shaka. Charge to the game got heat. I don't care what y'all say. I'm looking in the camera. Charge to the game got heat. Right. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you when you're right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Thank you. Yeah. I don't want to be here if I don't gotta. Y'all my weed habit is so close. This is my Just friend. Powder. You don't know nothing about that. <laughs> no, man. That's not on there. He was, he was okay. stressed. The buddy was stressed, man. Mama always told me. I know the whole album. Okay. Why y'all? What? 
That's cool. I mean, I ain't go front on it. So. I ain't go front on nice it. Nice place in history for you. You should enjoy yeah, that. I ain't go front on let it. Let me hit it. Hey, let me hit it. Let me hit it. Man, this just remind me of high school dancing. Come on, yeah. man. See, we had it too. Dun, 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 we went to No dun, Limit High dun, School. We did. Yeah. That was it, man. That was it, man. People hey, man. always talking about. I know the whole album. Yeah, I you know Beyonce was on that song. She was, wasn't she? Yeah. She was No Limit Soldier for a minute. She's one of them children. That means she had. I was born she, to be a soldier. Ah! Look, look Beyonce them was. They wound up on. on um, you know, they weren't always up here. I remember they wound up on a, a Ghetto Boys record. See? They from Houston though. Yeah, exactly. So it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Gang man. signs out the window. Jay Moore, go listen to Charge to the Game. That's no, all right. I got Get you. Get back with your boy, no, man. No, no, I feel you. I, 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 I will there. take well, your word for it. On that note, yeah, let's, <laughs> go, let's go ahead and wrap it up. <laughs> wrap all right, up, man. Please. Shout out to the chat. We appreciate everyone that stuck around. Appreciate your support as always. Newoldheads.com for all the education you need this year. You see it, like it, subscribe, sign up. Don't forget our Patreon as well. Uh, and we'll see y'all next week. Peace. Yep. In a minute. Bye. Bye. Bye, 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 bye.